a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. There's always a lot of armchair quarterbacking going on in political season, and this year is no different. And it is a little different when the headline and the advice comes from a former president. wasn't President Trump. It was actually former President Barack Obama talking about, not talking about, former President Donald Trump. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Of course, former President Donald Trump has been in a lot of campaign ads. He is not on the ballot. Uh, and he is in a, uh, in a lot of ads, a lot of messaging uh, from the Democrats around the country. Uh, he's also in some of those ads for Republicans around the country and some of those swing districts. And so it's always interesting to see the dynamics of all of that. Uh, but one that really caught my attention over the weekend was the former president, Barack Obama, talking about, not talking about, former president Donald Trump. I think this is worth listening to. I think this is indicative of where we are in our political speech and how we're approaching campaigning and trying to win elections. And I actually think the former president, Barack Obama, uh, got it right. So this was on a podcast called Pod Save America, uh, and he doesn't do a whole lot of podcasts, but he gave comments about some of the lessons Democrats need to learn uh, when dealing with an opponent like former President Trump. Uh, And so very interesting. So let's start with uh, President Obama. He was asked what those lessons were, what should be learned uh, about both beating uh, someone like a Donald Trump. uh, And here's his response. The thing that I think sometimes we uh, seem to make a mistake on is his behavior can be so outrageous. And now folks who try to copy him uh, and his outrageous behaviors get a lot of attention. So we join that game. And we spend enormous amounts of time and energy and resources pointing out the latest crazy thing he said or uh, how rude or mean you know some of these Republican candidates behaved. That's probably not something that that in the minds of most voters overrides their basic interests. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? 
Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. So that's some really interesting perspective uh, from former President Obama, uh, who I think is spot on on this. Uh, Whether you are a uh, left-leaning Democrat or a right-leaning Republican or anywhere in between, uh, I think this is an important think-again moment for us to think again about how we approach political speech and political campaigns. Uh, You've heard me say it before. You can win an election badgering your opponent and screaming about what you're against. You can win an election uh, being extreme. In a social media era, you can win an election based on being outrageous. But it doesn't mean you get to lead. And it doesn't mean you're positioned to lead. And it does not mean you are capable of leading. And the problem, as President Obama rightly pointed out, is to make the mistake of obsessing and spending extraordinary amounts of time, of money, of resources, hyperventilating about the opponent and their negatives. Because even those negative components of your opponent They don't override the basic interest and needs of the voters. So, yes, you can have someone who is exhausted and exasperated by someone like former President Trump. And, yes, you can have a voter from the previous cycle who would be obsessed and stressed over the behavior of a former Secretary Hillary Clinton. But obsessing on either of those is not what leadership looks like. And just screaming about the divide and screaming about how awful the opponent is, is not leadership. And as voters, we have to make a decision to stop rewarding bad behavior. And if we keep clicking on the clickbait, guess what? You get more clickbait. (laughs) If you keep focusing in on those wild, outrageous headlines you're going to get more of those wild, outrageous headlines. It's how it works. And then we think it's normal. And I agree with former President Obama. It's not normal. And equal opportunity offense to the left and to the right, it's time to stop. And it's time as voters to stop rewarding That kind of behavior. I don't care how many times and how many ways you can scream about how extreme your opponent is. Because that's not leadership. That's politicking. That's campaigning. Leadership is a very different thing. President Obama also uh, talked about uh, this question uh, that seems to be an obsession for some on the left, that, that beating the former President Trump and Trumpism uh, is the sole focus and the sole purpose of what the party should be about. And President Obama reframed it just a little bit different. Take a listen. And I think we saw in 2016, understandably, because we hadn't seen some of that behavior before, we thought, well, if we point that if, out, that'll if, be if it. we point that out, that's going to be enough. Yeah. Right. And And I think that what we all should have learned over the last several years is that it is an advantage for our candidates to be decent, thoughtful, and well-informed, 
and, and all those things. And I think we've done a great job recruiting uh, tremendous candidates. So that helps, right? And, th- and that should give us an advantage. But we shouldn't assume that in any given election, it's a character test alone. We are going to have to engage in the issues. So I know that sounds like really radical stuff in a year like this. I don't think it's all that radical. I don't think it's all that crazy. To do what President Obama just said, what would happen if we picked candidates who were good, decent human beings and were willing to spend their time, money, and resources focused on ideas around the issues that impact the citizens of the country? Now, some may say that's just crazy talk. Some may just say the system is so broken, uh, there's no going back. And I would just remind you that those in power and those in position and those who profit off of that kind of advertising, that kind of campaigning, that kind of campaign literature, that kind of fundraising, that's what they want you to believe, that this is the only way you can win. And as long as we continue to accept that that's the only way you can win, we are rewarding the bad behavior, and bad behavior will continue. Guaranteed. And so when do we step back as voters? And I'm not saying that uh, voters are solely responsible for the demise of of the way we have our conversations. Uh, Those who have been elected to office have great responsibility uh, to how we talk about things. Obviously, we've been focused a lot on the uh, dignity index and how important that is, uh, and, and that does matter. And we do need to hold our elected officials accountable for how they talk about things, and we need to hold ourselves accountable for how we talk about things, how we post, how we campaign, how we make our case on issues that matter to us. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to stand with former President Obama today and say, find decent people who are willing to talk about their principles and policy ideas that can solve the problems of the American people. That's a debate worth having, uh, but it does begin with all of us. So as we continue to roll through uh, this important election season, uh, we're going to keep pulling back to principles and policy. And let's have a battle in the arena of ideas. That's a great place to be. That's where I think America is at its best, when we are a country of big debates about big issues. And we do it in a way that has dignity, respect for those that we disagree with, and a better future for all of us. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.